Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, the Minisode, coming to you, not live, but on Christmas Day. Woo! On Christmas Day in the morning. We hope you're all full of food already, no matter what time you're listening to this at. I would say full of... What are the essential of, things no, for Christmas Day? No, To be full really of, full. Excuse me, full of alcohol. I hope you've already had a nice mimosa or whatever it is that you drink on Christmas morning. Or a morning. mulled wine. Oh, delicious. Or, or a red wine or a Bailey's. Mm, I prefer the mulled wine. Delicious. I'd, ha- I'd have a Bailey's on Christmas morning. I mean, no, you I might not, not, but I would. You in absolutely theory. wouldn't. You'd be busy scoffing your cereal. I have my Bailey's around three o'clock. I'd probably, I'd probably be busy on my second Terry's chocolate orange. Oh yeah, exactly. Delicious. <laughs> Today we thought we would talk about, basically we were thinking about what do we usually do on Christmas Day and how we never want to leave the house, essentially, to go anywhere. And this was all spurred on by, I shall reread you a quote, Beatrice, that I sent you the other day that, that we're now going to argue about. So oh I sent God. Beatrice, I was, re- I was reading a book called Wow, No Thank You by Samantha Irby. And I sent Beatrice this quote and I said, this is me. And it says, I am a high functioning, depressed and anxious person. I was, ar- I was like, you're not high functioning. Sorry, can I read the whole thing please? Oh yes, sorry, without interruption. Ahead. Sorry. I am a high functioning depressed and anxious person. I I am high functioning. I don't think you're, you're a high, I mean, are you anxious? You're not anxious. Okay, I'm starting again. You're let's very just, laid let's, back in fairness over just, things you should be anxious about. Let's just get through the quote. Shall? It's okay, pretty, it's pretty go long. Ahead. Go ahead. You're I'm starting a high to function- <laughs> I am a high functioning depressed and anxious person. I know it can ma- manifest in myriad ways, but mine are these. One, extreme inertia but never at the expense of my employment. So that's mostly... Not, ba- no, that's not Excuse, you. That's not you. Oh, sorry, shut, sorry. Shut it. Sorry. <sighs> extreme inertia, but never at the expense of my employment. So mostly bailing on friends who want to hang out and feeling extremely apathetic toward doing quote-unquote fun things that aren't lying very still. Two, self-soothing with food, though never in shocking amounts. Okay, that's not true. No, no, Always that's... Always in shocking yeah, that's, yeah, that's you. Mo- Mostly just staring into the void while eating ice cream over the sink, then realizing... That's not you. You're always talking. Then realizing, oops, the pint is finished. Number three... The pint of ice cream. That's you. Yes, that's me. Yes, that's you. Number three... Number three. Fear of trying new things or venturing out of a comfort zone, clinging to childhood demons as a means of never actually having to move forward... Oh, you're the absolute opposite. You're constantly talking about all the new things you're going to do. You genuinely believe you're going to do them. (laughs) Oh my God, shut up. This is a number four. I didn't mean like, let's talk about this as a searing annihilation of my character. No, it's positive. That's super positive. You're extremely ambitious. Number four, blistering resentment for the outwardly happy and seemingly well-adjusted. And I have Maybe to say, a little that's, bit. A little bit. That, that all sounds miserable, but the book's very good. <laughs> a little bit. No, like, I think it's funny, that whole Roxanne Gay thing where she talks about her arch nemesis and you're always like, I love this. I love that she hates so hard. <laughs> I truly feel like Roxanne Gay has given me permission not just to have arch nemeses, because I've always had them in my head, but like actually to admit it to other but people. No, but I think the thing is though, that like, 
you mean it as a semi-joke, but it gets picked up as, no, I mean, you're saying, you're acknowledging the ridiculousness of your feelings by saying it. You're like, it's ridiculous to hate this person so much, but like, I'm jealous and that's ridiculous, right? You're, You're acknowledging that. And I think people miss the fact that you recognize that. When people right. read those comments, when oh, you go, when yeah, you say like, you oh, here's X looking fab with her lipstick and like, you know, she loves herself and she's my nemesis. I mean, not that's definitely not a paraphrase or a quote. But sometimes when you say You're things like... You're not making me sound like a good writer, Beatrice. Well, look at this X was, with her lipstick. This she is, loves herself and she's this, my nemesis. This is when you speak. <laughs> Listen, I'm surrounded by kids all day long. That was an amazingly articulate quote, by example, Fine, by true. comparison. No, I think that... I think that people miss the fact that you recognize that jealousy or envy is an ugly emotion, right? That like, I think you have, you're now like, hey, yeah, I recognize that I feel this. And I know, like, you know, in popular culture, I shouldn't feel this. I'm told I shouldn't feel this. And I certainly shouldn't articulate it, but I should admit it. You know, I might as well, because like, I am jealous of them or I, you know, I do have this ridiculous. I mean, I have a couple of arch nemeses only to me and my very best friends know who they are right but like every now and then at least I know all my arch nemeses like in person some of your arch nemeses are just women that you you see on Instagram absolutely not I take that back my arch nemeses are generally people that I've worked with but if you're listening it's not you and (laughs) (laughs) people that I know anyone who ever worked with you had enough of you and is not listening to this how could you be so spot on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, yes. So let's go back to you. Let's go back to annihilating your Sorry. personality. No, th- no. That the whole point of this was to talk about how I think, like, I never want to do anything that someone's like, come on, let's yes. do it. It'll be fun. Yes, let's go back to you. No, we we're just talking about, if like, you do, or if you do Domo. want to do it, you, you're like, you're still in the house 14 hours after you're supposed to be there pontificating over, will I put this sock on or this sock? It's oh going to God. change I the would, evening. Excuse me. I would like to point out that I was... 45 minutes early to meet you last weekend with a full face of oh, makeup. Oh, ready to go shopping. For the first time ever. With red, with, with, ca- with a cat, cat eye eyeliner. Oh my God, I'm like my mother. Cat eye eyeliner with an eye flick. Everything, ready. One of the best examples of this for me, right, of like, it's going to be fun and I never want to go, happens on Christmas. Oh yeah. So th- there are two things that happen on Christmas. Number one is we have drinks in the neighbours, which I never yeah. really want to go to. But every time I step through their door, I'm like, this is lovely. This is so nice. Everyone's so nice. Oh, look, there's such and such that I haven't seen since last year. They're the boys I used to babysit. Oh my God, they're massive. Oh, there's like, somebody I could tall. flirt with in the corner. <laughs> somebody, not the boys I used to babysit. Oh just God, to clarify. Jesus, Rosemary, no. <laughs> Although, listen, as they'd say around Rosemary, our place, they've turned into very handsome young right lads. now. <laughs> and they're not even that much younger than me. It seemed like a big difference at the time, but now it's fine. I, it's just, it would be creepy. It would be like Emmanuel Macron, like going out with the person who babysat you growing up. Why did you pick Emmanuel Macron, who happens to be married to a woman much older than him? It would just That's be like Emmanuel Macron is the boy I used to babysit. And I'm the That's what I meant. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> But I was like, they're perfectly happy. That's fine. (laughs) Why did you pick that perfect example? (laughs) You just proved my point and you thought you weren't, idiot. Oh, I was just reading about, what was I just watching? Oh, Jesus Christ. I was just watching 2006 New Tricks. Oh, like, honest to God, this pandemic. I've I've watched, you know what I mean? They've stopped making episodes of Law and Order. They've stopped making episodes of Blue Bloods, like incredibly excellent Christian drama. They've, I, I, I 
really couldn't even say that. You couldn't get those words out. I couldn't. And I was looking on, but I've watched every British episodic, you know, crime drama, including Broadchurch, where my mother-in-law said that I looked like uh, the, whatever her name is, the <laughs> Olivia Coleman, And I was outraged. Everything, basically, I've watched them all. And then I watched all the Swedish ones. And then I watched all the French ones. And I'd like to recommend Spiral. It's amazing. Sorry, it's actually what amazing. has this got to do with me and the neighbours? Uh, oh, hold on. There was a point. Oh, yeah. But then I was watching, new tricks anyway, 12 seasons. And this is the part where I'm like, I obviously don't sleep enough. And I was like, 12 seasons? This is about maybe three weeks ago. And like, it's finished now. Oh, my God. It finished about a week and a half ago, right? But season 11 has Tamsin Outhwaite, beloved of EastEnders, I believe. Oh, yeah. Right? Who was, and I only know because she was going, she was married to your man, Lucifer. Right? Idris Elba. Tom Watts's face, that British dude who has that really creepy accent. He's the devil, but like he's so fey that I just can't get over him. He's like, anyway, she was married to this dude, Tom, who was the actor who plays Lucifer in Netflix's Lucifer series, of which I've seen all seasons, even though like the last two seasons, I was like, this is super boring. I'm only watching it for the kisses between the protagonists, which is pathetic on my part. I'm 42. I know. I was about to say I'm 62. I'm not, but I feel like it, right? I'm 42. 2020 has aged I know, exactly. But anyway, Tamsin Outhwaite was in this TV show. And then I went, was like, oh, I wonder what Tamsin Outhwaite's up to now. She's still alive with COVID. Go and check her out. There she is. I think she's 50, dating this like 32-year-old. I look. I like how I like how impressed you look, Rosemary. I hope Brandon's not listening. Anyway, or planning to listen to this episode. But anyway, He's I was given going up to, on listening to the but podcast. But I was I again shocked with my own unconscious bite. I was like, I was like, oh, why is she going out with your man? Like, what's going on with this relationship? But like, oh, you know what? It's not. It's actually not. I, I think the exact same thing about men dating women twenty years their junior. I go, what's he oh, doing? Yeah. What? You, actually, I more go, what's she doing? Who who is it that's dating? Is it Zach Braff who's dating your one yes, Florence Pugh? Yeah, and she's yeah, like yeah. twenty and you know years what? younger than him. And you know what? We're creepy. You know what? We're happy for them. Great, because I mean, she likes to go on a rampage about people who criticize us. I'd say like we're happy for them. Each to each to their own. Each to their own. But I mean, listen, I'm not. I'm, to... I'm saying it's my unconscious bias. It's not their problem. It's my problem. It's not their problem. It's my problem. Anyway, all of this to say, what was? It? Oh yeah, all of this to say that like. There she is, living her best life, dating this guy 20 years, her junior. So, like, it's not to be unheard of. I, I've never heard of it, like, happening, you know, at your farmer neighbor's Christmas morning drinks that you meet this young stud muffin. And Listen, yet, and yet, Rosemary. There have definitely been more than one Christmas morning where I have yes. got nicely drunk enough yes, before and as lunchtime. You, yeah, and I would say that it's incredibly attractive to younger men to see you cramming not just mulled wine, but also mince pies, sausage rolls. What else would they have on, on offer? Um, I'm I thinking... don't remember any sausage rolls. It's definitely been some nice mince pies. There were sausage rolls and they were, were delicious, they? may I say? Yes. Oh, there were sausages straight out of the oven with toothpicks, Rosemary. It's Ireland. Co- Beatrice, they're called cocktail sausages. Oh, sorry, Rosemary. Sausages Co- with toothpicks. Oh, sorry, I liked that. I liked that. Rosemary, I liked that focus. Cocktail sausages. Wink, wink. <laughs> Anyway, you had no Jomo there. You were all FOMO. The minute mom and dad threatened to go down to the neighbours, you were like putting on your crushed velvet mini dress and rushing down after them. That's that's actually the problem with with Christmas Day is that if you don't go anywhere, 
There's literally no reason to get out of your PJs. I do like to get a little bit dressed That's up That's the difference Christmas between you and me. I get up on Christmas Day and I get into the clothes that I plan to wear to impress people, myself, on Christmas Day. Do you, you, for about nine years, had only pictures of yourself in that onesie Dalmatian print. It was not a onesie. <laughs> it was a Dalmatian print dressing gown that I'm sure more than one of our, of our listeners will have had. It was from Penny's. Very popular. My friend Claire had one. Uh, like at one stage, everybody in Ireland had that dressing gown, Beatrice. And did they wear it? Repeatedly every on Christmas picture. Day we must, for seven we must years. Get mom and Dad to dig those out every single <laughs> fucking like, picture. You know what Mom likes to say about clothes? Uh, she's always like, "I love the, the fact about clothes that you can date your photos by these clothes." I'm like, "Not with Rosemary. She's wearing this Dalmatian dressing gown from the age of zero. She probably still has it. It's probably inside of troubled teen It's years, probably Peter. you think that her teddy on Brandon's bed has stuffing inside of it. No, on Christmas Day she's gonna rip those stitches apart." <laughs> and pull out the Dalmatian dressing gown. <laughs> you know, I actually don't have a, I don't have a dressing gown oh. here, so I can never put on a dressing gown. You, to lounge excuse around me, in. who sent you a dressing gown of Scotty Dogs last year? And it's at home in Ireland. In, well, that's in, a really in, stupid place to have it. I know, in my busco of things to be shipped over. Anyway, well, Rosemary, second, good to know now. You're like Don, literally a week before Christmas, Don has suddenly you know started to come forth with all types of Christmas presents. And I'm like, hey, what would you like for Christmas? Nothing, pet, nothing. I, I really have everything I need. I have everything I need in life. And literally two days ago, right right around the time of the UPS shipping cutoff, he's like, hey, I've had some great ideas for myself. I'm like, too late. <laughs> You're the anyway, the second, the second opportunity for JOMO or FOMO and on Christmas Day, comes in the evening. Yeah, by which time you're exhausted, right? We're exhausted. Well, you're all, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm stuffed. Sometimes I've, I'm like on my second drunkenness of the day. I've but been like, drunk in the morning but also, and I'm drunk again. You're never that drunk. But also the darkness has descended, right? It's, it's like, it's that cosy, the, the fire is lit, which yes. may I say to anybody who grew up in 80s Ireland, that's a rare occasion. It's like, it literally yeah, could be like special. minus five outside and mom's like, Put on three sweaters. Put on a put on a Gansey. You're it's not that cold. You're just not doing anything. Oh my god! You know what I was remembering the other day. So in January of this year, when Mom and Dad and I came back from, we'd been over here with you guys last Christmas, and we came back to Ireland, and the oil had run out. Exactly. Right? Do you remember yes. that? Oh my god! It was. Do I remember it, Beatrice? I'm. You haunted. wrote one of your best pieces ever after that, Rosemary. You oh were my god! Inspired by the freezingness. You were obviously trying to keep your fingers moving so they wouldn't fall off. I remember waking up in... Oh, oh yeah, I did actually write a great piece. I remember waking up in bed and I had three pairs of tights on. No, no, sorry. A pair of tights and two <laughs> pairs of leggings. Three jumpers on and I could see my breath in the bedroom, right? And I remember one of the mornings, mom and dad and I decided we would go down to... I think it was called the Canvas Cafe in Kill for breakfast. We were like, oh, let's you know, like, we'll get so out of the house. Like, yeah, you're also like, we're never leaving. They're like, are you, are you, gonna, are you staying for <laughs> breakfast and lunch? Yeah. No, but, no, but listen, what happened was... The three of us got dressed in the freezing cold icebox of a house, right? So we're literally dressed up as if we're going for dinner in like communist <laughs> Russia. And we stepped out the front door and it was positively balmy. <laughs> like it was honestly outside must have been, I'd say, 16 degrees. But inside the house was about three. If only we'd known we could have been sitting in the garden all day. Oh well, God, so all, so well, I mean, all this to say that all these years we could have just been like celebrating Christmas out in the garden but no so we had multiple Christmases where it would snow right and we would have icy mm -hmm. semi-icy roads etc and then you couldn't go out and we were always wishing for this but then like Christmas passed and it was always such an anti-climax because you'd be like oh yeah. it's, it's Christmas is gone and because what we do on Christmas evening 
which I always think is fun, is we go to our our cousins' houses, like all of my all of mom's, my mom, all of them. We're back to episode one. All of my mom's siblings get together, and Rosemary, you're invited as well. And <laughs> all of the extended family tree gets together, and they've done this since we were like all our lives, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And 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 it would rotate. So like some years it would be in our house, which is nice because then we didn't have to go anywhere. And there were every six years it would be in our house, and there were always yeah. fights over like I swear to God we were in Elizabeth's house five years ago. It's not Elizabeth's turn. Anyway, and we would have this after dinner. So about like six or seven o'clock, people would start to arrive. And there was mm-hmm. always like uh, one or two. Then we'd have a, you know, a gift, whatever, like a present. Gift exchange. Yeah. Yes. And Drinks, presents for the pies, kids. And then, you know, pudding, like bit of cake. Yeah, tea, kind of desserts. Yeah. Mom's favorite, banoffee, which is my absolute hell. Meringue, banana, and what's the offy? Oh, caramel sauce. What's the offy? I mean, seriously, I was serious. All Jeez. crunched up together, like absolutely revolted. But I have to say, I hate anything with a banana in it. Oh, fnar, fnar. <laughs> I and wish, I literally wish we had. sexual innuendo. <laughs> a huge, tiny. I, but Irish, I tell you, Irish if somebody bananas. started talking about an erection, you'd be like, Jesus, Rosemary, stop. Oh, Look, your eyes have gone all wide. <laughs> That's literally the joke you were making a second ago because if you used the word banana It is absolutely not. I just said banana, Rosemary. Like, there's a different thing. Like, you could talk about a jet. You actually said banana, fnar, fnar. Yeah, Rosemary. Do you know what? (laughs) I've no problem talking about a general erection. I just don't like... I'm I'm good at with politics. I just don't like I'm the sure. way you always bring it to a dirty place. Oh my god! I knew you were going to say that. Jesus Christ! <sighs> oh, you know what I think? It's good. Like when Dad is actually dead, Dad'll never be dead because these jokes are so bad. They'll live on. Dad's I, actually dead. Dad'll never be dead. Yeah. The well, old I told jokes you, are the oldest. I don't know if I told you the other. Yeah, the old jokes are the oldest. I don't know if I told you the other day. Uh, Nash goes, I wish Granny and Grandpa were going to be here for COVID Christmas. He goes, it's so sad. And he's definitely manipulating me. He's looking at me the whole time that he's saying this. It's so sad. And then the other kids started to look, who are all younger than him, started to like tear up. And Bo's like, where are Granny and Grandpa? Where are we never going to see them again? He goes, it's okay, kids. They're not dead. They're just in Ireland. <laughs> I mean, with the heat levels in that house, I'm not sure there's a massive difference. In Ireland. I know, it's true. Anyway, so back to the fires. So we used to sit in front of the fire, do you remember? Mm-hmm. And? And read our books yeah. or watch TV and, be and so rub our swollen bellies. So nice. And then mom would put our PJs in front on on the fire guard. And like, these were the, I mean, this is literally like Angela's the ashes. Decadence. This is like Angela's ashes. And I was always like, that's ridiculous. We did have shoes. She would have taken them off us at this point. I'd probably be wearing like a light slipper. Or my socks. And I'd and be thinking, father would be smoking a cigar in the corner. What no, and I'd be, th- be wearing a no, light slipper. Uh, do you know what was really a pain? That was those leather couches we had that were never comfy to like cozy up in. And that's and why the minute the minute we moved out, they replaced them with a cozy couch. Well, I say they replaced them, but also Delicious. dad was dad would have none of it. And then the minute we turned our backs, replaced it with like the plushest lazy boy I've ever seen in my life. And, la- and the last time I was at home, I fell asleep in the lazy boy and was woken up by him in a rage. How dare I fall asleep in it? <laughs> I fell asleep. I'm exhausted, Dad. What am I going to say? You've got four kids. I'm wrecked. You know, Mom and Dad hate when anyone falls asleep in the sitting room, except for them. Mom, I don't think has ever fallen asleep, has she? As in ever, she's a vampire. <laughs> Mom is in a constant state of wakefulness in case anybody should want a cup of tea. I do like the fact that like when I text them at night, you know, no matter what hour of the night it is, they answer, what's up? 
I'm like, nothing, I nothing. I was just texting I know. And you. Then, <laughs> and then mom will say, we're asleep. Oh, yeah. And then, and then and then I'll write back and go, oh, really? What time is it there? <laughs> Rosemary, it's, it's a definite NNTR. We are asleep, NNTR. <laughs> oh, bless. And she's right, Beatrice. So, Beatrice, do we have any messages to send to our listeners on this Christmas Day? Like the Queen's speech. Well, I would say, you know what, like, it's going to be great when you get there. But if the road is icy and if the f- if the fire is inviting and if the company is good and if somebody will play Scrabble with you, maybe you should stay home because it doesn't get much better than that. What would you say, Rosemary? Yeah, I mean, you know what? I would say whether you stay at home or you go to like Auntie Izzy's or whatever. Izzy? Both are very good options. Are you Australian? No, Beatrice, I'm just accepting the fact that not everybody is Irish and has an auntie named Mary. Oh, we don't Is have he? a... Oh, we do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'd say, listen, do you know what? I'm not going to limit to... Actually, one of the best things about the holidays is playing games. I'd say I'm not going to limit to Scrabble. If they'll play Monopoly... The holidays. Yeah, the holidays. If they'll mm. play Monopoly... I'm trying to be inclusive, Rosemary. You might want to try it. They'll play Monopoly. <laughs> if they'll play Bananagrams. If they'll play anything. But you know what? You could also, oh, Trivial Pursuit used to be good until everybody knew all the answers. Oh if my you God, could, I hate Trivial Pursuit. We only had the game from like 1984 and I never knew anything. And that's because it was old, not because I'm dumb. Right. Well, it might be great to take these games, put them in your knapsack and go to your neighbours or go to your relatives and try playing these games with them. And you know what? I just bought a bingo cage. And how about playing some bingo? Get these games. <laughs> Put them in your knapsack. I am not. You're the most annoying person. How do people listen to this and go, I love Beatrice's laugh. If I were listening to this, I'd be like, she is a wreck that I'm never listening to this again. Well, listen, I'm trying really hard here. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, honestly, what I'd really like to do is get into my PJs, have somebody mind all the kids, give me three days sleep, and that'd be the best present ever. But that's not what we're talking about. We're like, should you stay at home with your parents? And also, do you know what? What the fuck are we talking about? Like, I'm fucking 42. Why are we talking about staying home with our parents? I'm 42. <laughs> what are we well, talking no, about? No, no, no. I mean, we were just talking about how sometimes on Christmas, you don't want to go out. But whether you go out or whether you stay in, both options are good because hopefully you'll have some mince pies. Well, do you know what? I actually have to make some mince pies. I've made none. And that is a great, there is a great, there is a lot to be said about being with your family on Christmas because they'll do a lot of cooking. And if mom was here now, she'd have reams of mince pies and we'd already be eating them with the brandy butter. She'd she'd have bags of dozens in the freezer. God, it would be amazing. And I'd be saying really obnoxiously privileged things like, oh, these mince pies are, are like, clogging up the freezer which is what I used to complain about now I'm like there's not a single mince pie to clog up anything but On I would like note. to go I'd like to, oh. no I'd like to go and visit all my friends I'm going to drop over to you or you're going to drop over to me very happy to see people on Christmas Day or on whatever day it is that you celebrate Christmas whatever holiday you celebrate morning. correct but I mean I think it's also nice to stay home. But you know what? He got the entire year to stay home. And now that it's been COVID, I don't actually ever want to stay home again. So I want to go out and see people and celebrate with them. There you go. You want, you want to break free. There you go, Beatrice. I particularly like the very street gesture you made there when you said, there you go. And you did a very... It was definitive. It was a definitive hand gesture, Rosemary. Yes. Very good. You should be a rapper. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this, for taking time out of your busy Christmas day to listen to us say intelligent things and make lots of sense. Yes. Thank uh, you. Ha- Merry holidays. <laughs> happy Christmas. Oh, happy be, Christmas. I'm trying to be inclusive, Rosemary. Happy holidays. Yeah, la 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 la. I'm being the non-inclusive one. I thought you liked that. 
Oh, don we now our gay apparel. That's inclusive. Fa la 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 la. Tune in on Tuesday for a full episode of Not Without My Sister and we will see you or feel your presence then. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Geraghty. Original music is by Don Kirkland E. And the original artwork is by Lindsay the Ilson. Thank you for listening. Not Without My Sister. Did you like that? <laughs> Did you like the Don Kirkland E. <laughs> Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie.